I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Hilton. And you know what I've been talking to a few people this week about is around loss and IVF cycles and things like that where we often get dates stuck in our head and and you probably know what I mean. And it started with someone asking me on Instagram, how do I stop planning ahead for a future date? I'm heading into another IVF and still finding myself planning ahead like If this time we're successful, the transfer will be on this date and the baby will be due on this month, etc. I'm tired of daydreaming ahead and it not working out. And then it was followed up with talking to someone else about loss, where you might actually get pregnant and so you have well and truly calculated those due dates, but then it doesn't work out. And then those dates being a source of pain and, and getting stuck in your head, you know, and you know, you've worked it out and maybe it's a summer month and then you get to the summer months and you're like, I should have a newborn by now or I should have a three-month-old by now and those kind of things. And I started to really think about this and wanted to put together a podcast about it because anytime we can start to release some of our pain, I want to be there to show you how, right? Because I'm sitting here right now after four miscarriages, and if I really put my mind to it, and I really have to put my mind to it and sit down and <clears throat> get a piece of paper and, and think really hard about it and went back and looked up old calendars, then I might be able to remember a due date or a due month for one or two of those miscarriages. Uh, but my point being, I just do not think about my past miscarriages and due dates. It's just not a thing for me. I'm healed from these experiences. In fact, I was talking this through with someone and they kept saying to me, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, for what? Like I was actually confused. My brain was confused. And she was like, you miscarriages. And while I appreciate someone being so sensitive, it's really nice when people are like hearing those words and, and thinking, hey, I am really sorry you went through that, right? And, you know, it's not something I wanted to go through. But I'm like, oh, right, no, you don't have to be sorry. I'm literally healed from these experiences. I'm just talking to you about them and showing you that it's possible to heal. I don't hold on to them anymore. I'm not affected by them. They don't cause me any pain anymore. I'm not sitting around saying, oh, I should have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and and maybe a three-year-old, right? They were incredibly tough life experiences at the time, yes. And I went through a lot at the time, yes. But I'm totally past these things. And like I said, I talk about them to my clients and to you now when I think it will help someone in their own journey to get through to the other side and feeling better again and showing people that there is a way that you can get past these things, right? To show people that indeed, yes, you can heal from these things and these thoughts will go from your mind. And I'm immersed in 
fertility stuff all day long and I still don't think about this stuff, right? You don't have to hold on to the pain for the rest of your life. There is a light for you. There is a time when you could be free of these pains if you do the work to get there. But yeah, I start here because I want to show you that, no, I'm not just a freak of nature who doesn't have a soul, right? Quite the opposite. I couldn't do this job if I didn't have a soul. I'm just like you. I went through a lot and I found a way out the other side with all the tools that I have that I teach people to use. Because the first thing that I do with my clients in any of my programs, one-to-one or through the Fertility Shift program, is to start to heal what they have been through already. We are all carrying around so much pain. Now, I also have to tell you that absolutely, I used to think about due dates and things like that just as much as the next person. And if your brain is wired that way, I don't think it's totally avoidable. Like I like maths and numbers and planning and daydreaming and had a dream about having a baby, right? And if it, it is so, 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 so normal if you're doing an IVF cycle or if you are pregnant to think about when your baby is likely to be due and if it will be hot or warm and, or cold and how that's going to affect your life and planning, etc. It's just so normal. Like my husband told me that we might be moving to another country recently and I absolutely started thinking of how that might affect me. And then the goalposts on this move actually moved a thousand times. So I've literally now put it in the, I'll think about that when it's real basket. Because right now it's not real. But it's natural when we have these, you know, what would be a big life event. It's natural to plan ahead. It's natural to daydream, to get excited, to get nervous, to plan logistics, particularly if that you're that type of planning person and particularly when you've wanted this for so long. Now, I don't think there is really any problem with daydreaming about your future baby when you're doing an IVF cycle or when you are pregnant. The trouble is when it doesn't come true, right? The cycle fails or you have a miscarriage. You are left with those daydreaming thoughts and plans and due dates. And like that person said to me, I'm tired of daydreaming ahead and it not working out. Because we think that if we get our hopes up and daydream about these things, that we will be more disappointed if we have a failed cycle or a miscarriage. And I'm sorry to say, I've just never seen someone, it's just not been my experience to see someone be more disappointed when it didn't work out. When you get your hopes up or not, the outcome and the emotions are always the same no matter how you approach it. In fact, I want to say this as contrast, I've seen people grieve and get through these things very quickly who did get their hopes all the way up, daydreamed galore, but had the tools that I taught them to get through it, like literally (laughs) very quickly, who understood how they process information and how to process their emotions when it didn't work out that time. And honestly, I think sometimes had me to talk to, to like be that sounding board for them as well, who potentially worked out the due dates and the like, but were able to let things go when it didn't work out through their grieving process. So they didn't necessarily 
hang on to these timings. And if they did, it was a minimal source of pain, not an overbearing pain that they carried with them for years on end. And of course, when it comes to miscarriage, the later the miscarriage, the more impactful those dates can be. Like, absolutely, I'm, I'm very sensitive to that. I do realize that. I think for some, we can truly let go of those dates completely. And for others, we can lessen the impact and the pain so that you can maybe remember the date, but not hold on to the pain so much. Find a way to honor that memory in a different way. But let's be totally honest, okay? It's not the date or the daydreaming that that upends us, right? That puts us off, that creates the chaos. It's the pain we are feeling, right? And that's a really big distinction. And those dates and those things that we are remembering are merely representing our pain. It's the pain we want to let go of. And we let go of that pain. We think the evidence for that is let going of the dates as well. But it's not always the case. Now, when I've been talking through this and I'm thinking back, one of the miscarriages that I had happened to be on my 40th birthday. (laughs) It's actually too hard to forget that timing, right? If I think back on my miscarriages, which I don't, like I was like, oh, when did I have a miscarriage again? Oh, right. Yeah. That time that I was 40. (laughs) I don't even remember it. But it was on my freaking birthday, right? And I don't know about you, but I always remember when my own birthday is. But except for that birthday, which was, I'll admit, a bit rubbish, right? I've never not had a good birthday after that. I love my birthday and I most certainly do not sit around on my birthday each year saying that it marked the anniversary of this miscarriage. It was a traumatic miscarriage and all the rest of it, but no freaking way. Ladies, I've just got too much living to do and too much joy to have. In my mind, I deserve more than to hold on to that pain. It doesn't serve me to live the freaking amazing life I want to live. And that's a decision that I've made. But yes, I had to sit in the shit of it too so that I could process my thoughts and emotions to be able to get past this. And I want this for you too. Now, why do we sometimes hold on to the pain? Well, there could be many reasons you're holding on to it all. Sometimes we hold on to that pain to drive us forward, right? To go to ever bigger lengths and ever more dark places of the internet in search of what will turn this all around. Sometimes we hold on to that pain because we think if we do let it go, it isn't honoring our unborn baby. And that might be a real thing for those with late-term miscarriages. So I'm not discounting any of that. Uh, And I could go on. There are any number of reasons. We want to find those reasons, though, where we might try and hang on to that pain and then maybe honor this memory in a different way so we're able to let it go. We know logically we don't want to feel this pain, but we do hold on to it because we think letting it go doesn't serve us somehow. So that's why I often say to people, I think we're focusing on the wrong things. We are focused on dates. I want these dates out of my head. I'm sick of things not working out, but it's actually the pain we want out of our hearts. And when you realize that, then you can start to focus on things that you 
actually need to focus on and actually need to do to move through this experience, like how to manage the emotions that we have, process them and heal, how to process our thoughts, how to be so much nicer to ourselves, right? What we're making things mean, right? A failed cycle, I'll never be a mother, things like that. The trust we have in ourselves and our bodies. Do you really trust your body? How to find more balance in our lives and our thinking, how to find more space and calm in our brains, how to calm ourselves down on our anxiety when we are in heightened states. How sometimes not to change it because it's okay and not to judge ourselves, how to tap into our intuition to drive us forward rather than fear of another failed cycle. How to stop the negative thinking and and learn to truly love ourselves and our bodies. How to know at the end of the day that you will still be okay and to truly know that deep in your heart. How to feel in control and empowered again how to feel like you deserve it all and you are going to have a great life no matter what. Because when you do that, when you do all of that, when you forgive yourself and stop judging yourself and feeling like a failure, then you're able to let go of the dates and the pain, but more importantly, the pain. Those dates are just conscious distractors from what it is that is truly going on and what we truly need to focus on. The conscious mind likes tangible things to latch onto. A date, a procedure, a grading of an embryo, a number of follicles, a new supplement, right? And we get super upset and anxious because we only got two eggs this time and not nine like last time. But it's not the number of eggs that determines success, I've seen people get success with only two eggs and those who had 30 get none. We really let these tangibles, these quantifiables dictate how we feel sometimes before we even know truly what it means. So it's not the dates. If you want to daydream about being successful, I say go ahead. It actually teaches the body more about what to do but then learn how to process your emotions and your thoughts in a healthy way if it doesn't work out, because you can, and give yourself the gift of healing, and you'll get to a place where your life is better than it has ever been, whether you have your baby or not. Me and my clients are the poster people for that. I'm not unique. I teach this to my clients to do it too, right? Whether it's in my course or whether it's one-to-one, because I know that they deserve to feel good again, and because they know that they deserve to feel good again, just like you, and they do using the tools I give them. And I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, Go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. 
make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.